Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is episode 63. Greetings, everyone. I pray you are managing to keep yourself safe as the government and the media focus on stirring up racial conflict in the country. I mean, did you actually believe that the government and its allies were just going to sit back and take an onslaught of truth about the impact of their racism, white privilege and global white supremacy actions? Did you? Today, we can reflect on the white response to the legitimate aims of African people and our allies lying in the stoking up of the far right, whose responses are being legitimised so that the all lives matter focus can be used to quell the anger of African people about our treatment in Western countries. Now, the message is black people need to stay home and the focus is on creating fear amongst protesters should they venture out to another protest and meet head-on with the far right. You better believe that someone somewhere will be measuring the impact of this government strategy to shut black people up because it is a tried and tested strategy that has been used in the past to quell protests on Britain's streets. Britain is a big place. There is no reason why our people cannot protest, but protest in a way that does not put them in harm's way. But it almost feels as if the attempts are to stoke up a fire so that our young people go head on into a trap where they will be the ones who will suffer the consequences. And when you look at the strategy that is being played out here by a government with a leader that has already demonstrated his hatred of African people, then you have to know by now that the strategy of just sitting and doing nothing whilst this thing plays itself out isn't going to be enough. Every one of us has a relative on that front line and that means every one of us in the face of this has to have a plan B and a plan C. So how is your best life plan coming along? What actions have you been taking to try and move your plan forward in light of everything that has happened in the last three weeks? If you had to remove your children from harm's way by taking them to a place or a country of safety, could you do that? Now, I appreciate that there is a degree of paralysis here because what is happening to us is designed to make us feel paralysed. But if you don't feel able or you're not in a position to start putting those plans together then what we can do is read. Reading is one of the most fundamental things that we can do 
to free our minds from the padlock of conditioning that we have had to deal with since before we were born. And so this week, I want to share five books that I believe will set you on a road towards being able to start your best life plans. If you managed to log into my Facebook Live on the 13th of June, I was able to give you a few pointers about how you can begin to make a start on your plan B and your plan C, particularly when plan A is to be wedded to the job. If you missed the live video, you can go back and watch it. You'll find the video pinned to the top of my Facebook page for Living Your Best Life in Africa. So in continuation of my commitment to provide as much support as I possibly can, I'm going to focus on the five books that helped me on my path to financial independence. But why is this important? It's important because from a very early point in my financial freedom planning for my Living Your Best Life in Africa plans, I was taught that if I did not understand how economics works in African liberation planning, then everything else would confuse me. And I believe this is one of the most fundamental statements that has guided me to where I am today. Literally today, I don't feel that I have ever been as free in the past as I am now. And if you've been following the podcast, you'll know that being free is one of the motivations I had for starting this podcast and for committing to putting this podcast out every week for my followers, because the very least I can do is to commit to actions that demonstrate that I want the best for you too. So as part of my commitment to want the best for you too, Let's look at the five books that influenced my understanding of the economics around me. So the first book that has influenced me is How Europe Underdeveloped Africa by Walter Rodney. The book was first published in 1972 by Bogle Loverture Publications, which was founded by elders Jessica and Eric Huntley. Elder Jessica sadly ascended to ancestry in October 2013. However, Elder Eric Huntley is still with us and is the same activist with fire in his belly. The beauty of how Europe underdeveloped Africa is in the simplicity of the history of economic exploitation visited on Africa from one of the continent's earliest contacts with Europe in 1442 when Henry the Navigator and his fleet of ships from Portugal reached Senegal on the West African coast. What follows in the book is a thorough history lesson in the economic drivers that led to the subjugation and systematic economic annihilation of the African continent, plus the laying of the groundwork for the economic imperialist practices that continue to strip Africa of its resources until this very day. So why is this book important? 
Well, if you understand how the historic relationships between the active impoverishment of Africans and African workers was set as the basis for creating white wealth, white privilege and global white supremacy in all aspects of human engagement. If you understand that, you can then quickly extend your thinking to understanding why all aspects of businesses in the West will never see African people sitting at the top of those businesses as a rule, number one. And number two, you'll understand the link between the need to subjugate Africans with all efforts going into making sure we never rise as a race of people. And why then, white people kill us without a second thought, burn down our homes and our businesses, or try to starve us into accepting enslavement terms as our lot. That's why this book is so important. Because although Walter Rodney is talking about European racist behaviour that underdeveloped Africa, starting formally at about 1415, the tactics of murder, violence, robbery and fraud are the same as those used against Africans today. That's why we're in the streets today. What this means is that little, if anything, has changed in the last 600 years. Now, you might say that, you know what, we're getting a bit of a wage now. But in previous episodes of the podcast, I've talked about the underpayment and underemployment of African people, which puts us in a position where we lose billions every year in underpaid wages, wages that should be paid to us that are not. And all that's happened today, that's different from the periods of enslavement, colonialism and imperialism, is that some of the crassness that was present in those earlier centuries has been removed to try to fool us into believing that we have now arrived at a place of equality, where nothing could be further from the truth. And so the book does a fantastic job of showing us the tactics Europeans were using then to subjugate our people. And when you reflect those tactics to modern day, you can see that not much has changed. And once you understand that, then you can move forward with that context in mind. If you're interested in reading this great book, you can purchase it as a hard copy book, a digital book and an audio book. And this is also one of the few books that you can have read to you on YouTube. So I'm pretty sure there must be a format there that suits you. My second book is called Secrets of the Millionaire Mind by T. Harv Ecker. Now, why has this book intrigued me? It intrigues me because it deals with how our brains and behaviours become hardwired to repeat safe economic steps in the same way as our parents did, or if not our parents, then in the same way as the most influential people in our lives. Now, if your mum was anything like my mum, my mum taught her own version of economics. But I remember being at school and then I also remember studying black economics 
only to find that when white students were being taught about wealth, money and power, we were being taught self-esteem and which application forms we needed to fill in so we could take the jobs in the supermarkets. And when you're programmed for those roles educationally, then we learn and internalize certain patterns of behavior about where our economic levels are in European systems of money and power. And this is why I like T. Harv Ecker's book. Ecker focuses on getting readers to understand that there are real reasons for the fear you feel when it comes to making bold economic moves that could transform your life. There are also reasons why you are wedded to selling your labour to the extent that you believe this is the only thing you can do. And you believe that without knowing about the levels of physical, emotional, psychological and spiritual conditioning that lay at the root of those decisions. The book focuses on supporting you to break the programming that has you holding on to the job out of fear for how you would earn money if you didn't have the job and gives you a range of actions you can do to help you to reprogram your thoughts. And for me, I mean, it's a great book. I don't agree with everything in the book, but there are fundamentals there that I think can be positively applied to what we are trying to do here. Now, this book is also a book that you can read three ways as a hard copy book, a digital book, meaning an e-book and also an audio book. My third book is really two books that deal with two sides of the same coin. On one side of the coin is a book called Black Economic Empowerment, Create Your Own Plan to Build Great Wealth by Robin Walker, one of our greatest master teachers of the modern era. Now, what Robin does in this book is to take the deprogramming mind another step forward by exploring all aspects of our current economic situation that currently keeps us trapped in the job. Robin uses some basic exercises to get us to do financial audits on ourselves so we can see and understand why we are economically trapped and what it is that keeps us in poverty. Robin then moves us on to understanding how money works, how to handle our money, how to use money to extend our financial reach as we move into taking steps to start getting into businesses. And he ends with some lessons that we can use to take things forward. This is a great little book, particularly if you're just starting out and you want to take that cleansing of the mind a little step further. The book is only available as a digital book. But guess what? You can buy this book for £2.23 pence as an e-book. £2.23. Pence. You couldn't make this stuff up in terms of the value you will get from reading this book. The other side of the coin is a book called Powernomics by Dr. Claude Anderson. Now, this book right here focuses on getting us to understand our position of economic powerlessness. 
And once we have an understanding of that, the book then supports us to focus on the absolute benefits of self-sufficiency as a group and not as individuals. In the book, Dr. Anderson takes us through the 12 economic action steps that he believes will help us to overcome our economic mistrust of each other so that we can genuinely begin to pool our resources on the things we have in common. You hear that? On the things we have in common. That means we don't have to agree on everything. We just have to agree on a set of common principles so that we can begin to pool our economics to get us to a point where we can sustain ourselves and our communities. Some of the key steps in the 12-step program that resonate with me are step two, for example, which is to dominate business ownership and management of our businesses, especially where Africans are in the majority. Or step six, which is to construct vertical businesses and industries that control all the modes of production from raw resources to production and points of sale. So we are retaining as much of the money in our various businesses in that chain of production as we can. And step eight, which is to stop the money drain out of our communities by buying black as a rule and not as a protest. And finally, establishing international economic alliances and marketing agreements with Africans across the world, but particularly in Africa and the Caribbean. Powernomics is a book you read when you need to replace that old programming that you have removed from your mind with something meaningful that you can work with alongside the work you're doing to create your additional income to live your best life. My fourth book is called 101 Ways to Make Money in Africa by John Paul Iwoha and Harnet Bokrezion. This book right here, if you're serious about living your best life in Africa, will give you tons of ways that your passions, skills, hobbies, knowledge or experiences from your day job can be transformed or realigned to set up a business in Africa that you will be able to make money from. The authors make it clear that the days of listening to the media and falling for the stupid narrative that likes Africans in the West to see Africa as some impoverished continent that has no hope going for it. Those days, the authors say, are truly over. And instead, what we have is a continent full of countries and full of possibilities. And those countries are encouraging Africans with vision to come to African countries and invest our talents there. Brand made in Africa has never carried so much value as it does now. And as we see our value diminish in the West, the authors encourage us to use this book to dream up and visualise all kinds of ways that we can use or modify to strike out for our own best life plans. I was always taught that it's simply not enough just to go to Africa and run business. 
We have a duty and a responsibility when we go to Africa to uplift the people. And every day that we spend here in the West is a day further away from succeeding with that goal. And this book smashes the myth that we don't know what we can do if we go home to an African country. This book makes it clear that there are lots of things that we can do alongside the other things that we have a duty and a responsibility to do. If this is a book that you're interested in, the book is available in both hard copy and also as a digital book form. And my final book, surprise, surprise, is my own book called The Start Your New Business Planner. And people say, oh, look at her picking her own book. But I kid you not. You see that book right there? If I had had that book when I first started out on my business journey, there is no telling where I would be today. This is the book I wish I had had when I started my business journey in 2011. The Start Your New Business Planner is the step-by-step -step workbook I needed then when I knew I had skills, but I did not know the first thing about being able to identify them or what I wanted to use my skills, knowledge or experience to do or who my target customer would be or how I would be able to start a business by reaching customers who would know nothing about my product or service. This book right here is a culmination of everything that was missing for me that I want to be there for you. When I did my Facebook Live, I was able to show you a dummy copy of the book and I went through some of the key pages in the book. So if you want to see that, you need to watch the video at about 37 minutes into the video so you can see what the book looks like. Now, this planner will be available towards the middle to end of July as I patiently wait to get up the printing queue. The printing of the book has suffered from the coronavirus effect and as a consequence of that, it's been held in a queue for weeks. But I can assure you that there is light at the end of the tunnel and that by mid to end of July 2020, you will be able to get your hands on a copy of this book. And I, for one, will be thrilled for you because I know that if you follow the steps in this planner, you will end up with a business you have confidence in. And that will put you on the first step of your plan B. This will be a hard copy book and you will be able to purchase the book when it finally launches. So there you have it. With these five books right here, you're in a unique position to begin the work of transforming your understanding of how we got into economic dependency, how our dependency looks now, what we have to do to move from economic dependency to economic self-sufficiency, and finally, the steps we can take to start our new side hustles, which will be our economic self-determination vehicle. So in winding up this edition of the podcast, all that remains for me to say 
is that if you are serious about wanting to make those changes in your life and you're not sure if you're ready to make a start, start by doing a bit of reading from one of the four available books I've mentioned in this podcast. There is no better way to arm your journey with the roots to decolonizing your mind and beginning to unpick that programming that has been put inside us all. Once you're on the road with this task, everything else that follows afterwards becomes easier. So until next week, you've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha and I am out. Thank you.